This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my bud, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, brother? Here we are at the end of the day, day two of Day two Premier. of Premier Orlando, right? Man, what, what great people that we've uh, we got to know. Dude, it's been incredible. I mean, like, we came down here with a plan, and it's just... Ex- exceeded it. I mean, it Absolutely. beyond, right? Yeah. And the people that uh, we had on that was scheduled, and more importantly, the people that we didn't, just the pop-ups, I mean, it... Well, it's not more importantly, but it's equally as it's just neat. It's kind of neat to kind of see, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty um, cool. Yeah. So amazing. like we've kind of hit like all like aspects of of like the industry, right? Like we we had a little manufacturing going on. We had some barbering going on. We had some motivation going on. We had some like killer hairdressers with killer stories going on. We had like you know uh, uh, product creators come on. I mean, we've hit like. Like all aspects of kind of um, reality of our TV, reality TV. I know I almost forgot about that. So um, as we finish up this week, like, like our guest now, man, he uh, he's changed some lives, but he's changed like lives. First off, he's changed lives in in people that we know, right? Like right. like like people that that are here, people that um that that that. I, but I'm, he's I'm done kidding. it. He's done it in a way that uh, that every podcast has talked about. You know what? Boom. You're right. I mean, we, we've talked about it, and um, and interesting enough is that is that he's kind of like on set the set the groundwork on how it should be done and how it is done. And of course, we're talking about Instagram because that's the, that's the one thing that we that we talk about a lot um, on the podcast and how yeah. how so many people that we've talked to are living their life through this thing. And, right. and but yeah, how you know everybody is connected through social media here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they might not even uh, have met prior to, but they knew each other on social media, right? No. And uh, this guy's an expert at that. I mean, not only the expert, like I said, I think he's kind of, you know, the innovator of, of it, you know, and, um, and uh, you know, you know, something else that's interesting to me, what I find very interesting about him is, is that he actually has a few like Instagram pages. And by the way, they're all killing. Yeah. Right, like like he has so much um, interaction on, on on all of his pages. Not just, I don't know how he has time because I don't even have time to do hours, you know. But uh, but it's pretty amazing. Should we jump in? Yeah, let's introduce this guy. Yeah, and I'm totally gonna mess some stuff up. Right. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. But you know that's par for course. Well, it's Corey's fault. <laughs> exactly, it's totally Corey's fault. So, uh, Mr. God- Don Godfrey, thank you very very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's, I'm, I'm glad to be the last guest, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said wrapping up. So. Wrapping up. Yeah, we're wrapping uh, up the weekend, but it's been amazing, man. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, so, uh, so Don, tell us, um, like I, I, I set up that, um, that, that you manage a few uh, Instagram pages. Do you want to uh, tell us what those are and then tell us how that whole world works? 
Um, well, the first one I created was in 2012 when I Instagram was kind of low. It was still a photo sharing app. It wasn't like what it was. No one was going to realize it was going to turn into a business page. No one was going to realize it was going to get to the point that it was at. It's, it's just a matter of I was seeing all these people get famous on Facebook and creating pages and creating groups. So nothing but Pixies was my first page. But I actually started it on Facebook, and it was actually called Nothing But Pixie Cuts. And then when I created Instagram, I couldn't make it fit because it was only so many characters and stuff <laughs> you could have it to be. And it was shorter, but then forever I was trying to kind of narrow it down. So, so I was trying to build the page to figure out how to do Facebook and how to do Instagram as a business tool because I was selling furniture for a Berkshire Hathaway-owned company. That guy, Warren Buffett, I yeah, makes yeah. a little bit of money. Yeah, so for 10 years, there. I worked for Warren Buffett-owned company doing sales. I was selling stuff on Craigslist. I was selling furniture. It was a rental company. And we got rid of the furniture that was no longer rental condition that anywhere from like leather couches all the way down to like $100 college students sofas that were probably going to get thrown away at the end of the semester. <laughs> so we had the different levels. Just like when you lease a car, they lease the furniture and then every other aspect. So I was killing it on Craigslist. And what I started doing on Craigslist was using web shots. I don't know if you guys remember web shots. Yeah, like they're... It was like the original Instagram. You would upload your photos on web shots, and then you would write a description. So as an Instagram, it's its beginning standpoint is what I kind of call it. But then I would take those pictures, take the HTML, plug them into my Craigslist post, and I was like selling furniture, and it became 50% of my profit. So it became wow. my CEO started calling me Craigslist King because <laughs> Craigslist was free. Right, and Craigslist sure. at that point was a website everybody went to. So for like eight years, I was making massive amounts of cash without paying ad dollars. So, of course, my CEO, not Warren Buffett, but a, a gentleman named Paul Arnold at the time, um, he retired. But he loved that I was doing it. So I actually had to teach classes to the fellow store managers on how to build their brand on Craigslist. And some of them, same thing with Instagram. Oh, I don't want to put in so much work. People aren't going to do anything. People aren't buying. But it's just a matter of they didn't want to involve into it. And then what slowly started happening was Craigslist started going the other direction because Facebook became more prominent, Twitter became more prominent, but it wasn't a matter of using it from the furniture standpoint. So I was like, one day I'm like, well, someone's telling me about this Instagram app, I should try this. So I created the brand just to see if I could build it, and also at the same time see if I could become famous, like all these other people. That was going to be the benefit of it, but I didn't realize it was actually going to work. So, But it was just a matter of, I figured I was going to use it and figure out how to do Instagram so then I could sell furniture and be that next tier because I didn't think I was going to leave the job and stuff that it was at. So so when I created it, I just started building small. I started posting pictures of celebrities. I picked a category that nobody was posting, which was women with short hair. So it's just a matter of the whole aspect of why I built the brand was people like, well, hold hey. On, hold on, hold on. Before we get ahead of ourselves, I mean, like, like you went from furniture. I mean, like, how did you, like literally find the hair but like how did you know that this was going to be a market or that this was going to be like they fa they found me i started just posting pictures of women because i'm a guy and it slowly <laughs> turned into the hair community right. so so that was when people like oh, what made you post hair pictures i'm like i didn't i just posted girls and <laughs> right <laughs> and then the it, it, i picked a specific category there was like the blonde pages like the suicide girls the tattoos so i picked a category that nobody else was utilizing because I didn't want to be the 17th blonde page because somebody else was already doing right. that. So when I was seeing all these celebrities going short, like Anne Hathaway and Miley Cyrus and, mm -hmm. and like Emma Watson and all these girls, everyone was going pixie. I'm like, no one's doing a page. So I slowly started posting it. So then when the girl's like, oh, I use your page to go in and get my hair cut. 
I use your page to go in and get my hair cut. Then slowly people like my buddy Ricky Zito mm-hmm. and Wes Palmer and, and Philip Lowe, like we talked about, and Ruby Devine and so many other hairdressers were like, well, what's this page? What is this page? I don't know what this is. They're like, oh, all they do is feature pixies. So slowly they started DMing me emailing actually dm didn't even exist at that point but they started emailing me be like hey my name's ricky zito i'm i do pixies i'd love to get featured on your awesome page and i literally found the first email that ricky ever sent me in 2013 when he had to introduce himself to be like my name's ricky zito he wasn't even hand god he didn't have a blue check mark at that point but slowly i'm like oh this is great now i got real content so i posted the hairdressers as well and the clients so I was getting both aspects of it, and then it slowly built and built. So the first year, it took me a year to get to 10K. It took me 18 months to get to 25. It took me two years to get to 50, and then it took me about two and a half years to get to 100K. Now my new page, Wicked Dope Hair, that I started, I hit 25K in three months Ooh, because there's more people wow. checking in every single day than compared to like 2012, 13, 14, 15. So, so I didn't think it was going to evolve into anything. And it slowly was just kind of like, hey, this is going to be great. And then when I hit 70K, I was at the point that I didn't like the job that I was doing because they didn't think Instagram was going to do anything. They're like, just keep doing Craigslist. And I'm like, no, Craigslist is done. I'm like, it's a dead stick. No one's going to the app anymore because it was slowly becoming an app and less about laptop. It was slowly more growing into I'm going to go to a page because of smartphone, not because I'm going to type in www and look at it from a, a huge computer standpoint. So... When I had about 75K, I jumped and I quit. And I, because people like Ricky was just like, you're good at this. You need right. to quit because your career right now is not growing in the aspect. And he goes, plus he goes, I, I'm getting sick of you bitching every single day about how you <laughs> And he goes, I don't want to talk to you unless you start quitting. So he's like, I promise you by the end of the summer, he goes, you're going to start kicking butt. And, and I quit. And for the next three months, I came to Orlando the next month. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the hell am I doing here? I'm like, I'm a sales guy. I'm not in the hair world. No one knows who the hell I am. Because not, at that point, nothing but Pixies was known, but not like, like now everyone's all about social media. Right. That day, someone's like, they knew the page, but they didn't realize the aspect of, of like how huge it's become because nobody was doing social media at that point. Right. It was really getting to the point that it was growing. And Ricky had like 60K. Wes had like under 10, maybe 15 um, people like Phil does hair still had like 8,000 and stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just got to the point where more and more people started evolving into it. More and more people started growing into it. And slowly for that next six months, all of a sudden Butterfly Loft came up and made it into something. David right. from um, Butterfly Loft created us the Butterfly Circus. And then he started bringing in these so-called IG celebrities who weren't even IG celebrities. They were, I don't even think the word was existing so at that like point. You're like Godfather. So. You know, the <laughs> in the hair in the hair Instagram community, right? Yeah, like the, actually, I, I kind of like when he said that. You know, like he, uh, he he helped Ricky out, and then Ricky turned around and helped him out. You know, almost immediately, like at least uh, helped him out by rubbing his back and being like, "It's gonna be all right, bro." You know, yeah. do, do what you're passionate about. I but it, but that. it all came out because I mean, he believed in my process and and he believed in what my value was, and he goes, "Your company doesn't." value what you have for information right now but you haven't done you, you didn't just do it one time i mean or two times i mean every time you do it, it, it it's i mean the numbers are outstanding it speaks for itself well it's in it's in any category so my buddy that's sitting over there on on the couch watching us um i flew him in he was actually my sales guy at the furniture store he was actually going nights at cordon blue to become a chef because he didn't want to sell furniture forever so his dream was to cook 
he he built an Instagram page. We we created it that same way. He takes some better photos than I do. My photos are horrible. <laughs> so that's the one thing I can't do is take photos. But but he built his Instagram page. What's his page name? Um, Chef Eustace. E-U-S-T-A-C-E. But because he had amazing photos on his page, he was a sous chef at another restaurant in Boston. The guy noticed his pitches. And because in the first part on Instagram, where you put your name is actually a search engine. So that first character's... You got 30 characters to be able to find somebody. Whereas, like, it's slowly Instagram is turning into Google. People don't realize that. So, when you go on the popular page and you go on the top and you hit search, it pops up as top people tags places. So, what we did on his page was put Boston food, Boston chef, and different aspects. So, the guy that owned the bar, restaurant, searched Boston chef and he popped up in the top five. Oh, wow. He saw his pitches. He loved his pitches. He said, if your food is as good as your pitches are, he goes, I want to hire you. So he came in, cooked his food, and, and he hired him. And then two years later, he's at that restaurant. Two years later, he got nominated for one of the best burgers in Boston. He finished in the top five. Oh, wow. Um, with competitions of people like, like Wahlburgers. <laughs> Wahlburgers. So his yeah. goal was <laughs> just to beat Wahlburgers, and I think he did. Oh, um, but cool. it was just a matter of, but he was a sous chef. He was just in school two years prior to that. Wow. But because wow. he loved cooking, he loved that aspect of it. He's only got 1,500 followers, and he's getting so many opportunities. But what I did was I took the same model. Hey, don't tag feature pages. Tag the food bloggers in Boston. Start engaging and talking to the food bloggers who the people like me with the feature pages. Like there's a girls and guys in Boston that create a page. There's a page called Buns and Bites where the girls take a picture <laughs> of their butts and they're holding the sandwich. And they got like 10K and they're in Providence. But it's just a matter of he went into that aspect because it's three simple things is all he did. Build your brand, knowing what you want to post, figuring out what kind of audience you want, researching it, just like with like any brand. You buy soda, you're going to buy Coke or Pepsi. Knowing that that product, you just say the word Pepsi, you already know what it is. You already right. know that it's a soda. You say Coke, you say Coke. And I, I took a sales class about a year ago, and the guy's like, you win when your brand is actually the product. He wow. goes, when you can say the product name and it's the actual the item, he goes, you say Kleenex, you don't say facial tissues. Yeah. Right. He goes, you say yeah. Q-tips. You don't say, like, cotton swabs. He goes, you win when your brand is recognized as the item for the page. And it's that same aspect of I teach people is you build your brand, you create the amazing content. I call it stick in the road. And then you nail it and scale it. So it's three simple steps. Knowing what you want to sell, showing me what your product is and make it amazing. Make it stand out to everybody else's so it doesn't look exactly the same. And then get it to the point when you're advertising it and promoting it. So in his industry, he's killing it. And it's food. So my formula works in any industry, but it changes. Like what I taught Ricky in New Orleans is different than when I would taught somebody in New York or somebody in Chicago or somebody in L.A. based on the vicinity of the area, based on what his content is, based on the college community or non-college community. So I give generic information with building the page and I apply it. For my own pages, but it's also the same information that I tell the other people. But then I personalize it to say, no, you got to do it this way because you've only been out of school for a year right. as compared to somebody with 20 years. Right, right. That's so, what would that, so what would that look like? Like, what, what advice would you give that someone that just came out of school as opposed to someone that's been in the industry for 20 or 30 years? I mean, I assume it's that you can build off of, of, of current clients. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely one thing aspect. And, and I mean, there's certain people that told me that you got to learn Instagram just as much as you're going to learn the craft. 
and unfortunately at this point I'm hearing from so many advanced hairstylists, I don't want to say old, <laughs> advanced experience. Right. <laughs> um, but too many of these girls that are still in school are learning how to do Instagram before they learn how to do the craft. And that's what I've been getting a kickback from a lot of these stylists, mm -hmm. that they're getting out of school, they're going directly into studio without having the time of sweeping a floor, without taking the time of being an assistant somewhere. And then all of a sudden they don't know what they're doing because they're spending too much time focusing on how to build Instagram without actually knowing how to do hair yet. Right. To so make sure you so can back your craft up. Exactly. So you can take a picture, but if they're going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't know how to do that. I actually filtered that 17 times, and I actually took a different angle of it, and I don't know how to recreate that. <laughs> but I'm going to charge you $500 for it. So, right. so it's just I'm hearing so much on the other side that the they're not learning their craft as much as they should be because they're focusing too much on their photography skills. So the experienced hairdressers are killing it because they know how to do both. Right. So that's why they're growing to the point where – I can help them understand how to do Instagram, but the people that are younger are not at the point that they're utilizing how to build their craft first. They're utilizing how to build Instagram first, so that way they think they're already going to have a full book by the time they graduate. Mm. But 20 years ago, everyone gave out business cards. Yep. If Instagram disappeared tomorrow, how many of these 19 to 20-year-olds hairdressers are going to be able to survive? Because then they'd have to go back to passing out 100 business cards every single day. Right. So it's, it's just using Instagram efficiently to grow your brand and not worrying about growing your following, but just making sure people know who you are. Right. That's pretty crazy. That's cool. That's Actually, really cool. Yeah, you know, right. it's... Uh, and you see it all the time. I, you know, like the older hairdresser uh, or the more experienced hairdresser, you know what I mean? Uh, we didn't have any of this, right? So it was all word of mouth and working hard to trying to get those referrals and trying to get the clients in your chair right and uh it was all about your craft right you know here the uh the artistry is all about the image you know and a lot of young people can uh can uh f f fake it right i mean or people sure can, they certainly can filter it yeah they right? definitely can so. filter it right and it's yeah. and it becomes more about the picture or the or the the illusion of the craft so what do you see next i mean you hear a lot of people complaining about um you know, like algorithm this or algorithm that. So, so where do you think, where are we in a year from now or, or, or how should the one look to, uh, to maybe change up their approach on Instagram? Um, if you really look at the algorithm, then you're spending too much time worrying about it. Yeah, not really you necessarily the algorithm, but, but whatever. No, but what I'm saying yeah. is people need to forget the algorithm even exists. Right. They got to pretend, oh, I'm not getting on the page because of the algorithm. Don't blame the algorithm. Blame it on your pitch is not being good enough. Blame it that nobody liked it. Blame it on your content was a bad caption. You just wrote blue, blue, blue hat. It's like it's not going to get anyone to engage. Right. right. So they're complaining that the algorithm that 100% of the people aren't seeing their photos when they realize 500 million people are checking in on Instagram every single day. You need to get your pictures to stand out above that 500 million because somebody else is posting something better than you. Somebody else is engaging and sitting there talking to them. Somebody is making their pictures stand out. And if you're only putting in 50%, the algorithm's going to notice that. And that's right. why they push it back down the other way because even your own followers didn't like it because it was some of their friends posted better stuff that day when they physically were looking. So if you focus on the algorithm instead of just focusing on taking an amazing picture, posting at the right time, writing a great caption, just like Leo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street, sell me the pen. They're just writing, hey, buy my hat, wicked dope. 
you got to give me the features and the benefits. So like when I was selling furniture, oh, this couch is great, 75 inches, it'll fit through your door, what floor you aspect. So when I took the business class with Jordan Belfort, he goes, to officially sell me the pen, you need to ask me five questions first to find out why that pen needs to be in my pocket. He goes, I might need a pencil, I might need a marker, I might need something else. But he goes, if you don't know how to sell me that pen, because you didn't ask me why I needed it, not a want, he goes, I'm never going to buy that pen from you. So if you're mm. just taking a picture and you're not putting the effort into a, pulling my attention in with a great caption, with an open-ended question at the end, I'm just going to scroll by. Right. So you need to get them to stop, write a comment, save it, then click on your profile, look at your other pitches, then hit that text, email, DM button so they can make a client. They're too worried about, oh, I got 500 likes. I'm like, that's great, but you got 40 comments. Right. So how many of those 40 people did you respond to that actually took the time to say hello? Oh, well, I double-tapped that picture, and I hit the heart button on the right-hand side. I'm like, that could have been a client. Did you go to their page? Did you say thank you? Did you send them an email? Right. Did you send them a DM? So they're, they're counting likes, but they're not counting the actual engagement, which is the most important. And if they don't start commenting on the engagement, less and less people are going to comment on their page. Sure. Makes sense, right? Yeah, makes or, or total certain, sense. Or right? certainly, you know, even if, uh, like Don was saying, like less and less people, but even if I engage with you on Instagram, mm -hmm. tomorrow you're much more likely to then comment again, right? So And your picture more than likely pop up in the news feed because Instagram realized, hey, they hey, like this person's like work. Let's right. show it to them again and see if they engage on that picture again. Right. Let's, let's keep them in the top 25 and see if they like this picture again. Oh, this person posted the same kind of photo. Let's, let's pop this like. on the news feed as well, too. Wow. So less and less people go into the news feed because of stories. They're going to Instagram Live. They're already getting to the point that they know people. So they're taking the time to talk to them on the phone instead of engaging with them as, a, as an instant message DM. So, so what's hurt, happening now is the people that have been around forever already have their friends. They already have their clicks. They already right. have the list of people that you're going to go and hang out with and talk to. But the people that are 18 and younger, 22 and younger, they haven't connected to people yet. So they're more apt to look at the hashtags, more apt to look at the popular page, more apt to figure out who am I going to follow, who am I not going to follow. And if you don't start engaging with that 13 to 18-year-olds and other people do, you're going to be losing that crowd then in five years that already found their group. They already found their hairdresser because they found them because they started following when they were younger. Well, like people sense. that are following Hey Godzito when they're 18 – Oh my God, he's my idol. I want to go and get my, I want to go and meet him. But it's just the aspect of now there's that 15 year old that in three years is going to be 18. Then you need to connect to them as well too. Right. That's great. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'm like mentally just. I don't have my uh, checklisting in, yeah, in your head. I, yeah. I took my uh, paper, but uh, but it, but it's like why does alcohol companies post so 17 year olds can read it? They're not. They're not of age yet, but they know eventually. And they're not dumb. Eventually, <laughs> in four years, when they're legally, they'll buy it because they already know the brand. They're not waiting until they're 21 <laughs> to say, this is like my favorite alcohol drink. They already know what they want because. Because nobody in college <laughs> drinks right. it. No, exactly. <laughs> Congress got after tobacco company, you know, using the, the camels and stuff. Or, you know, those tobacco sure. companies right? marketing to the kids, right? Mm -hmm. And they knew that they're going to get them eventually but it's it's okay to do it in the hair world because that's they're looking at the magazines just like when they used to buy teen beat and 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 slowly what's happening with the celebrity hairdressers it's like they're reading their teen beat and their 17 magazine and their cosmopolitan but it's their so-called celebrity hairdressers because they post not just themselves but their life and right. and other aspects of hey this is my 
what I do behind the chair, but it's a reason they know who Ricky is because his page shows his face. Right. And too many hairdressers aren't showing who they are. So they could be walking around here, but nobody knows who they are right. because their face is not on their page. Yeah, we, we ran into somebody uh, this morning, remember? Uh, who was that? They, uh, Gabriel said, you need to put your face on there. They were like, no. no. Well, they were they were that education company. Oh, we'll, we'll get sidetracked with that for a long time. But no, he's right because, we, we, like you said, we ran into people that actually said that. Yeah, the face is also brand recognition just as much as the name is. So Right, even with an epic beard like this? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know, Tony, uh, Don's getting ready to do something that uh, – I will uh, ballsy, I think, is the best way to say it, because what Don's about to do or what he was explaining to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this dude is about to start a hairdressing page and not post hair pictures. Huh? Exactly. What's that all about? Well, it's just this way. It's getting watered down. So when I started Nothing But Pixies, there was that main content. It was just girls with short hair. So what we're doing is evolving into Nothing But Pixies, making the hair longer so even though everyone's like that's not a pixie i'm like that's fine the page is evolving next time you want to go to burger king and ask for a chicken sandwich tell them it's not chicken king right so <laughs> so by adding an extra couple of inches now i can post a bob now i can post a lob now i can post it a little bit to a shoulder i don't need to worry about posting long hair pitches because there's enough other pages doing that aspect of it <laughs> i can page. post that pixie <laughs> with blue hair but it got to the point of why do i need a second page called all about the hair where i'm deciding which picture should I post, which page should I post, when I should be posting 100% of the best pictures on one page instead of splitting up the time between the two. So there's enough other pages out there. There's like new feature pages starting like every single day. So it's just a matter of by taking one of my other brands, which actually has the most following all about the hair, and changing it to something into a new life, into a new brand, into a new concept, I'm trying to post inspirational photos of not just for hairdressers, but for other people to be inspired. Like, I don't know if you've seen these posts where they take a picture of, like, a blue flower and mm-hmm. then they post the blue hair because they were inspired yeah, by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just taking it to the next level. Uh-huh. I'm actually making a whole post about that blue flower and then posting the blue hair directly right next to it. So I'm taking it to that next step. So <laughs> Once again, this dude kills me. Are you he goes, the, yeah. hold, on, hold on. Hold on. He says, yeah, I'm going to take my, 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 most, my largest uh, uh, Instagram page. And I'm going to completely rebrand it. It's it's not all about the hair anymore, and that just blows me away because well, it's now all about the hair, H E R E. Look at that dude! <laughs> he shut me up quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so, pretty amazing. I, I just I, I, but but now it's that whole aspect of by not promoting just the hair. I'm promoting anything that's going to catch my attention that's inspirational. Anything that's going to catch my attention because you, you go and I don't know where you've been eating and stuff like this week, but we, we went and had some amazing food um, the other night. We went down at, I forgot which bar and stuff that we're at. Where I think it was, it was Opa mm-hmm. down, down the street and from here. But it was amazing food. They get up and they were dancing on the table. They get up and they were lighting the fire underneath the plate and all of a sudden it's torching. Everyone was taking pictures. So why can't I post something of this amazing video where they light up the plate, it goes on fire, and people are like, oh, my God, look at that. Right. Let's take a picture. Let's take a picture of the waitress dancing on the table. So when, when you got that aspect of every single hairdresser was like, well, I don't want to just post. I want to just post hair. That's great. But everyone is getting bored by just seeing work. By the time it's five days at the end of the week, 
you don't want to see pitches that work. You want to see pitches that make you laugh, inspiration, funny, right. something you're going to want to look at. After you just worked 40 hours and did 12 hours behind the chair, you don't want to look at other people doing hair because it's getting to the point when that's all that's on their feed and they're not engaging because it's not catching their attention anymore. Hmm. Mm, that's right. I mean, I think he's completely right, though. I mean, you, you see that trend, you know, certainly over, I don't know, like the last year or something, how uh, just everything looks exactly exactly the same so although i do like when they do the side by sides yeah well the collages are great because they get to know what they started with as a canvas right if they're put in that blank canvas and knowing that hey this girl came in and she had really bad color this is what i did it took me eight hours that's letting other girls know oh my god this girl's good right look at what she did but if you're only showing that filtered picture afterwards Without yeah. the before, I don't know how long it took you. Right. I don't know what it looked like. I don't know. I mean, right. a girl maybe doesn't want her picture in it, but but if you can show what your beginning canvas was, that's going to show that you're a better stylist. Right. And too many people are like, oh, people don't like the before and after shots. I'm like, really? I'm like, <laughs> go look at my nothing but pixies page and look at I get 500 comments every time somebody goes from like waist length to a pixie. I'm mm-hmm. like, then tell me nobody doesn't like collages. So <laughs> right, that's crazy, man. I'm still blown away by him, though, just, like, trashing his most successful page. You know, well, well, the aspect it. of it, it does have the most followers. Right. But last week, I only reached 20,000 people on my profile views. So when I posted, I don't know how many pitches, but I only got 20,000 people to click on my profile on a page that has just 600K. Nothing but Pixies has 525,000 followers, so it's not that far off. But I had 80,000 profile visits. Oh, Wow. So at the end of the day, following doesn't mean anything if they don't come back. Following right. doesn't mean anything if they're not visiting the page. They're just seeing it because they're swiping by because right. of the aspect. So we created a formula that we call, um, it's like the golden circle with the triple S. So if you look at the clock and it's 12 o'clock, we call that reach. I mean, um, it's a post. So every single time you do a brand new post, it's the opportunity to connect with your audience, your new audience, your old audience. So at 3 o'clock is reach. How many people out of had the opportunity to see this based on them being on Instagram during that 24 or 48 hours? So say your following counts 500, you do a post, your reach only hits 300 people. Or it hits 900 because you hit hashtags or got on the popular page or somebody shared it on their Facebook page or Tumblr and it went somewhere else viral. So at 6 o'clock is, is what we call the profile visit. That reach got them to click on their profile because it stopped them and they wanted to see more stuff to do with that picture, with that brand, with that company, because the main goal is to get them to walk in the front door of the salon. That's the same thing as a profile view. You're walking by, you see the sign, that's great. If I didn't walk in, doesn't matter, I don't know what you do. Right. Then the next thing at 9 o'clock is what we call TED. You got to do TED if you want to make money. It sounds weird the way we set it, but it also catches people's attention. So TED is talk, email, or DM. If you're on that person's profile and you didn't send them a message, you didn't text them, you didn't email them, you didn't talk to them, you're not going to make money because no one's going to make an appointment unless they talk to you at some point. So that's what the triple S is in the middle, and I actually have the formula and stuff on the page. So every post gets you the opportunity to reach to a profile visit to do TED, and then more money, more money, more money. More money, more money, more money. Now while we're here? Yeah. So how, how can simple, right? Yeah. But in that formula... There's nothing that says likes, and there's no following. So likes and following are nowhere inside that formula because they're not, they're not a key performance indicator if your pictures are good or not. Right. 
it's kind of um what is a Gary says you know uh, dig deep not broad you know and that's what you're doing right mm-hmm. like you're taking anyone that visits you're like hey guess what I'm here again yeah, I mean how how can we learn more about this well I give a lot of information on the fitting page for free so every day I, everyone's like why don't you put this stuff in a book I'm like I do it's on my blog every single day every <laughs> single day I write my information out so we we do do consulting calls I mean I'll do I do things called coffee talks so if, if they want to do a phone call with me and they just want to chat on the phone and I'm unplugged and I'm walking around and I'm not like literally looking at that page, then we do those calls or we do ones where I'm stuck on Wi-Fi. I'm sitting at home. I'm looking at the page. I'm analyzing why the page is not growing, why they're not getting the reach, why they're not getting the profile views, because all I can see on somebody's page is their likes and their following count. I can't see the important numbers on Instagram. So they need to tell me because they have that business page. Right. And then they can say, hey, I reached 5,000 people this week. That's great. Your following count is 20K. Yeah, I don't know where the other 15K is. I'm like, they're looking at somebody else's page. So right now, your week, you had 5,000 people that saw it. Your following count this week is only 5,000. But if you reach 50,000, you had the opportunity to reach more people if you're not putting in the effort. So if you kind of really look at Instagram recently on their website, the following count number is at the bottom now. They've moved it from the top line to below the bio if you go to Instagram.com. Wow. Imagine if they changed that on the app. How many people would flip out <laughs> if the following count number was below their brand <laughs> oh, and below their information? Right. It's what happened the, to my followers, man? I can see it now. But they're going to freak out because it's the fifth thing listed. And too many people look at the following count number. Before they look at what that person's bio looks like and what they actually can offer, Fint. I mean, how, how do you how do you spell that? F I I D N T. Where did that come from? There was actually a spell check flub, and I meant to say the word didn't. And the person I was talking to was just like, "Oh, what are you drinking? How many beers did you have today?" And I'm like, "No, it's a word. It means <laughs> something in Boston, in which I don't want to swear, but it was just a matter of." I posted it as a joke, and I said, "Hey, if I can get 50 people to repost this, you owe me an apology." And 1,500 people tagged it in two hours, 2,500 people tagged it in four hours, and then I'm just sitting there, oh, my God, how can I tell 2,500 people this was a joke? And they weren't <laughs> supposed to tag it. And then within a month, it had 10,000 10, tags, and it just became huge because everyone thought it meant, F it, I don't need this. And, <laughs> and I just led, I did like Fight Club. I'm like, hey, is that the, don't say what the word stands for. Because, but it built something, and, but it made me realize how the importance of hashtags are that you build your own hashtag, how you build your brand, because now Fidden is a brand. And originally it was a spell check flub that somebody had me tag something and then we created from it. Wow. (laughs) That's so funny, man. That's the greatest brand ever, right? Uh, How'd you come up with that? I messed up. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was talking to somebody else and she was trying to say the word beer in Bostonian, B-E-E-Y-A-H. And, and it, same thing. It came out as B hash, <laughs> and I was, she's like, "I'm like, what is B hash?" And she goes, "I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out myself." I'm like, "New word." New and, word. Now, and now that's been tagged seventy five thousand times. New tag. <laughs> <laughs> because they want to get featured and post, so I made them build another brand because of that. So now, I mean, I showed you my new shirt. See, I double tap that one because it's kind of funny. I, I because love it's that got, tag too. That's pretty cool. But we created that about eighteen months ago. My buddy Dino, he owns Pump Salon out in Sacramento, and he made it for his staff, 
and it started everyone was liking it because it's got that little innuendo but but it means oh i like that i'm going to double tap that oh you got a, a glass i'm going to double tap it right. so awesome. you can get away without it but some people were offended by it <laughs> <laughs> i think it's cool man yeah that that's amazing that i mean you you see the small details that most of us don't see and it's cool that that you're giving away all this a lot of this information or, or they can reach out to you and learn more about this i yeah. mean that's uh you know well, it, it goes back to something that from the way i was brought up like my mom was um on welfare my dad wasn't there in the picture she put in extra effort and and put the food and stuff on the table when when i was a little kid putting in the effort to make sure everything had that and paying it forward to us by kind of giving up a little bit of her career to do that. So it's kind of like what I'm doing with the page is so people that were in the scenario like my mom was that I can help them grow and, and teach them to become better, make money that they can't because they didn't understand how to do it. And it's just that paying it forward is what, what my brand is kind of all about. It's what Gary V talks about. I don't know if you follow Gary Vandachuk, but oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, we, yeah. he goes, I give 51% away mm-hmm. because 49% is perfect. That's he goes, right. I'm going to give you 51% of everything because 49% is enough for me. Mm-hmm. And it's That's just awesome. like, I, I love watching his page. I had the opportunity to meet him two years ago in, in, um, at Luxury Brand Products. I was invited as a press and I was wearing my Red Sox hat and he kept picking on me, called me Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> And and what ended up happening was he goes, I can't believe I'm sitting here taking a picture with a Boston guy, and you don't piss off a Boston guy. So I took mm-hmm. my Boston Red Sox hat off, and and somebody happened to keep snapping the pitches, mm-hmm. and, and I get a picture of Gary V wearing a Boston Red Sox hat, and <laughs> everyone's like, how the hell do you do that? He hates Red Sox. He hates the Patriots. He hates Boston. And and the thing he said to me, he goes, he goes if that was a Patriots hat, he goes, I would have had to break your phone. Right. <laughs> But the funny thing is, in which it might be a little secret I'm giving away, but he goes, but a lot of people don't realize that I actually like the Red Sox better than the Yankees because oh. I went to Mount Ida College in Boston, and I used to go to Fenway Park. And I looked it up later, and he did go to Mount Ida College in Boston. So, so it was kind of like, but it's a kind of like a little bit of a secret. He might not admit it, but but for me, having a picture of Gary Vee wearing a Red Sox hat, I need to, like, blow that up, put it on the internet. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, get you. But I need to make sure he's okay with it first. So. Yeah. But he, his team actually reached out to me. They, they want to do stuff with me. They emailed me and saw my page, and, and they sent me messages. We want to do stuff with you. And for Gary Vee to notice my page, it was like, really? This is a real guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's pretty hard. Um, so it's just a matter of we've been chatting back and forth. We're, we're doing things. Nothing's like been set in stone yet. But for him to notice me, from the hair community wise, it's just kind of like I mean, it just shows that aspect. You of said the hair community it. found you, and just like I mean, most of our interviews uh, over the last few days uh, at Premier, it, you know, it, it was all about people like you that are paying it forward or giving it back or doing. You know, what I mean, it's not it's bigger than you. You know what I mean? And you're helping so many other people in ways that uh, it just makes a difference. And uh, I, you know, I'm. I'm impressed by you i'm a, i'm a big fan of you and, thank you you know i, I, I just tr- truly appreciate what you're doing i appreciate what he's doing for the industry too yeah you know that's great i mean you know i mean i, I don't know can't say enough that, that it's really good man thank you uh thank you from the industry thank you from tony thank you from uh from myself yeah and uh i think we need to wrap this up and uh Make it official. Make it official. <laughs> Don Godfrey. We, we can fit in it off. We can right. fit in it <laughs> off. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Look, yeah. he's always thinking tag. Always yeah, thinking tag, man. Awesome. <laughs> Don from so many Instagram pages. Well, hold on. Whoa. One more. We forgot the, the last question. Yeah, go. <laughs> Can't uh, say world peace or anything generic, but what are you totally obsessed with? In a good way or a bad way? Doesn't right. matter. Your way. This will say a lot about Don, won't it? Um, Boston, like where I live, is is like huge. Knowing, showing that support to where I live, my my country as well. I mean, but knowing where I grew, grew up in New England, I mean, it it feels like it's my happy place. Like I've been seeing all these things, these weird signs recently, like feeling like if you build it, we will come type aspect of, of things, and and it's just a matter of now that I'm getting the opportunity to travel everywhere. Now that I'm, I'm getting the opportunity of people traveling, sending me to California to teach a class, going to Vegas for IBS in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, going to New York, going to Chicago, coming to Orlando. It's just like I'm, I'm obsessed with being home now. <laughs> I, I never traveled. <laughs> but now that I feel like I'm living out of airports, I'm, I'm obsessed with going home in going four hours and being able to sleep in my own bed, going to the pizza place down the street to get a couple slices that I know are going to be good. And it, it's just a matter of... It's made me realize how much I love where I live by seeing other aspects of the country and the world. I'm going to France in September for the OMC Hair World, and then I'm being flown to Hawaii to teach a class. But it's given me opportunities to see the world, but also makes me realize where I want to be. That's well said, right? That's really well said. Now it's official. Now it's official. Now we can get it. Now we can finish it. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Don. Uh, thanks again. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, thank you for joining us on your day off. Thank you very much. Hey, hey. So there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months. Actually, since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.